We'll check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. literally did this last weekend but i was with a group and my good friend here was supposed to be in that and we had some technology issues and it just didn't happen so fuck it we're here tonight let's do a one-on-one with the two of us who really know more of these movies than other people who have participated so this should be more of a colorful discussion on these movies than we could have with the other people and anyway my guest tonight is don anelli you may remember him from the shark movie bracket, but you can definitely catch him on the horror movie countdown bracket podcast, which is an amazing podcast that me and Chansey have been on once. And we may take back on again at some point. Who knows? But we'll see. Don, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, as we said, technology has uh, definitely been a major contributing factor to uh, this conversation. But uh, I'm definitely glad that uh, for the time being, at least, it's put a it's been put aside so uh, we can get down and dirty on these things. Let's do it. Because this some of these matchups I hated, some of them I didn't mind because it was just an easy choice. But we'll see how Don feels about these because this is all going to be him. I always had commentary as I feel necessary, but it's mostly going to be on him. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. we start this off with a matchup that I fucking hate. With full passion, I hate this matchup in the first round, but it is what it is. I didn't make these rankings. It's the lowest ranked movie on this whole 20 something part bracket. Number 914, hashtag Chad gets the axe from 2022 versus number number 458, Lake Dead from 2007. Okay, I'm gonna actually say Chad gets the axe on this one. I, I, I think it's a lot more than just the typical backwoods brutal slasher that Lake Dread is. Lake Dread has its moments for sure. There's uh, some, you know, fun interactions with the family dynamic, but I, I really like Chad Gets the Axe. I think the 
interactions with the, the sister that he's babysitting are pretty funny. Um, the inability for the creatures to stay dead um, has some comedic moments. Uh, the back and forth one-liners are really great. And I, I love the twist reveal about how everything goes down. So uh, I, I like Lake Dread. I think that's got, like I said, it's got some moments to it, but uh, I'm going to give it to uh, Chad Gets the Axe. Yes, because when you are sliced with an axe, according to the internet, the best advice is to pee on it. So, <laughs> and that did not go through. That's not the original way this went in the group bracket. And I am very happy of that because nobody else watched either of these movies except me. And I watched both these movies. And Lake Dead to me seems like they saw that X Files episode home and they were just like, let's remake this into a movie. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Um, there, there's a few similarities. Uh, like I said, the family structure, the you know backwards brutality aspect of it. Uh, and you know, I'd, and I'd, I'd have to revisit, yeah, but uh, there's some elements I remember. Oh, there definitely is. And don't worry, folks. Lake Dead will be coming back in the backwards horror bracket eventually. So, because <laughs> it is backwards horror. True. Yeah. But this next one is a modern versus old matchup. And it's going to be number 913. Hell Trip from 2018 versus number 457, Pillar from 1989. Okay, so uh, by process of the fact that I've only seen one of these, I'm going with Killer because I, I think that one's got some fun. Uh, it's got a nice shot on video aesthetic. Uh, the Killer, you know, being indestructible leads to some fun interactions here and there. And I, I, I'm a huge shot on video fans, so that's uh, kind of right up in my wheelhouse. The the grainy aesthetic, the you know flimsy effects, uh, simple story. Uh, Hell's Trip I haven't seen, but uh, yeah, I, I'd, it was one that I wanted to get to. I just ran out of time, but uh, I, I do want to see it at some point. But uh, just by virtue of the fact that I've seen it, I'm going with Killer. Or Killer. Well... We were the exact opposite in that one because I I've never seen Killer. I couldn't find it, but oh, um, I, I found it. It's on uh, Internet Archive. Well, yeah, but I watching anything that's not on actual streaming service or YouTube uh, is, okay. is, is kind of, it's kind of hard because I don't want I don't have the time to really sit there on my laptop and actually watch something. If my laptop's yeah, open while I'm, if my laptop's open while I'm watching TV, then I'm usually watching something on TV and doing podcast stuff on my laptop or something. So <laughs> it's the way it goes, but. Yeah, uh, I got you. Definitely check out Hell Trip. It's actually a decent vacation horror movie. But nice. Uh, yeah, like I said, it was one of the ones that I wanted to get to. I, I just ran out of time. So. And the mask that they wear in that one is pretty fucking badass. So yeah. Ooh, always a good positive there. Yeah, you're definitely selling me on it. So yeah, I'm uh, really intrigued for uh, checking out Hell's Trip. And this next one is probably the well, we well, at least for most of us, it was the easiest matchup in this whole fucking bracket, and it's number nine twelve. Jeepers Creepers Reborn from 2022 versus number 456, Terror on Tour from 1980. Okay, you're actually going to be shocked at this. I'm going to say Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Um, Terror on Tour is a walking sleep aid with unattractive women, very little interest in the kills, and a really, really weak storyline. I, I don't really care for that movie at all. Um I actually don't mind the Jeepers Creepers films uh, when you take into account the uh, creative forces behind it, which I've, I'm completely well aware of, and I understand all the trepidation about it, but 
And yeah, Terra Tour is probably like one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, as, as I said before, that movie is a walking sleep aid. So uh, I'm going Jeepers Creepers on this one. Well, um, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed you said I'd be shocked about that because I've seen both these movies and Terror on Tour I watched because you you found it on YouTube for me and my God, you couldn't even see half the movie it was shot so fucking horribly. Like it's yeah, too, it's so <laughs> dark. It's so, it's so dark you can't see anything. So yeah, that's I mean, the other issue. <laughs> but and I mean, I mean, yeah, the, the idea of it's not bad. A a band that a, a wannabe Kiss band gets blamed for murders because someone's using their face paint styles. That's actually not a bad storyline if it was actually a better made movie. But right, yeah, it's it's one I would. I would throw that one on the uh, potentially remake train. Uh, that's definitely one that I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing somebody take that idea and uh, it, trying to do something with it. I'm putting it out there, universe. Make it, but make it so they're uh, want to be insane clown posse and have someone copy their face paint. But ooh, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> the juggalo and me would watch that. But Jeepers, Jeepers Creepers is an amazing fucking series because I watched all four movies for this bracket just so I could watch the newest one and. I actually like the I like the mythology behind those movies, but and I love that they brought back the song in this, in this remake or re, whatever it is a continuation. But I it was actually I like I like the I like the mythology behind the creature, but like they need to go more into the backstory. Like they don't ever tell you what it actually is. I want to know what the yeah it, that... if it's been if it's been around for hunt if it's basically Pennywise because that's what it basically is Pennywise from Stephen King's right Day. yeah yeah like, they, they keep. They keep saying the tw- it's 27 instead of the 23, but yeah, they're basically the same thing. It's 27 instead of 23, but they both feed off fear, and they both like to play with their victims before they kill them, and they both pretty much can't die, really. I mean, and, I mean, they can get dried out, and they can get made fun of, and that's how they die, but still, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like they need to go more to the backstory. I thought the second movie was going to do that, but it really didn't. And then I thought the third was going to do that, and it really didn't. It kept pissing me off. But that song is yeah. fucking hilarious. I love that song when he when he puts up the song <laughs> on the record player, starts dancing to it in the new one, and he freaking like is just like dances out of the room to go kill them. It's freaking hilarious. But uh, but I'm ha- I'm actually happy you chose that. So, but what's it going to be facing? And this next matchup is number nine eleven. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey from 2023, or number 455, Bloody Murder from 2000. Oh, man, this is a tough one. Um, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is my second favorite film of the year. I absolutely loved everything about that movie, Um, the demented mythology, the twisted variations on the family folklore. The girls were great. The final battle was fantastic. The gore is unreal. Um, mm-hmm. I absolutely, I loved every second of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Needed more tits, but that's uh, you know a problem with modern horror. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, bloody. I- I'm gonna say Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Um, bloody Murder is interesting in that it's an entertaining slasher without any of the variants that actually make a slasher entertaining. Um, the killer is a complete pushover. The backstory is nonsensical. The gore is non-existent. The final girl is a complete wet blanket. Uh, no nudity, no kills. Um, but yeah, it's strangely still interesting and it's still strangely watchable. Um, I, I don't hate it, but I, I'm definitely not really 
uh, as high on it as a, it, it, I make it sound. Um, I, I do vastly prefer the sequel. Um, Closing Camp is amazing. That's a fantastic early slasher from the early 2000s, if you haven't seen it. But yeah, in this case, I'm definitely going Winnie the Pooh. That, that movie blew me away. I loved it. What'd you say the other one's called? Closing Camp? Yeah, Bloody oh. Murder 2. Yeah, Bloody Murder. All right, I'll give you a little uh, preview here. It's actually going to be in one of the first 10 parts of this bracket. But nice. <laughs> at, at number, it's ranked at number 442. And yeah, vastly over, the sequ- vastly over the original. That's where it should be, yeah. It, it, uh, it's, it, it's, it, it's actually only 13 rankings less than the original. Really? I thought it would have been higher. That It, it improves the sequ- the original in very, very, very obvious ways. Um, uh, it's actually one of the first films from Tiffany Shepis. Um mm. So yeah, the, there's that. Uh, there's better kills. Um, there's better gore. Um, the killer looks a lot better. Um, it's not the obvious Jason ripoff mask. Uh, Bloody Murder too. If you haven't seen it, that movie is a lot of fun. I definitely recommend well, it. When we eventually get to that, which we did a wheel spin at the end of the uh, group one to determine the next bracket, and Slashers wasn't even on the list because we are ne- we are never going to be doing the same bracket two parts in a row. There's too many options. So we're not doing that, and I don't like watching the same type of horror movie over and over again for multiple months. I'll do I'll do thirty four slasher movies if I can if they're available. But I after that I need a break from slashers for a while. Valid, yeah, valid. But <laughs> and, uh, j- just a little bit of comedy here. Blood, Bloody Murder Two, <clears throat> Closing Camp, in that in that bracket is a play in matchup, and it will be facing Camp Murder. Ooh, that's really interesting. Not, I haven't seen either of those, but we'll see when we get to that part eventually. And as far as this match, as far as this matchup goes, I I love Winnie the Pooh Blood Honey. I finally I watched it for this, and I'm so happy I did because I wanted to see it anyway. And the only thing that would have made that movie better is if they were playing Marilyn's Marilyn Manson's "I'm Drinking Blood Honey" as the first time you see Pooh pick up a jar. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that would have been great. Um, I don't know if they would have had the budget for that, but um, yeah, that that Marilyn Manson's not working much these days, so he probably needs the money. But well, I, it's more of an inside joke in the fact that I know the filmmakers. Um, I know oh. their budget. Yeah. Um, I, I I know who they are, and I I know what their work is like, so I know that that he would have been a little bit outside of their range, but <laughs> and yeah. Um, as far as Blade Murder goes. Yeah, it's not the only Friday the 13th ripoff on this part of the bracket even, but and there's definitely a lot of them in this all 20 parts of this bracket. There's a lot of those ripoffs, but it was just freaking it was basically a 2000 PG version of Friday the 13th. The only great the only thing I liked about Bloody Murder was the old man in the beginning, those woods are dangerous. Don't go up there. That's just classic yeah, the crazy that, Ralph. The crazy Ralph cla- ripoff, yeah. That's just classic trope for a horror movie. So I love that. But but that means you're going to be facing the same thing we faced in round two in the original. And that's Jeepers Creepers Reborn versus Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. But we'll get to that eventually. (laughs) The next matchup, though, is one of the ones where I haven't seen one of the movies I don't think. I don't know. I keep forgetting. Some of these run together so much that I can't remember if I saw them or not. Like it's just they run together so much that I'm like I'll think of what it's one and it's another one in this list and I was like oh okay I haven't seen one okay I thought so but let's see what you say it's number nine ten kill her goats from 2023 versus 
and that's kill her goats, not killer goats, like everybody kept thinking I was saying last time, versus number 454, Madness, from 1994. So kill her goats is actually a lot of fun. Um, I really like that one. The backstory is... um, it's workable for what it is. I mean, it's not the greatest, uh, but like I said, it works for what it is. Uh, Good-looking women, tons of nudity. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, not as much Kane Hodder as you, I wanted there to be. Um, I know, right? Yeah, he's uh, basically only in like the opening kill sequence, I think. And yeah. then I think he's uh, he's the first attack. He's not the one that they keep facing. He's the... Uh, He's the first attack of um, when they show up. He's the one that runs away. That's his character. Yeah. So yeah, um, not as much as I wanted, but um, yeah, I, I would say kill her ghost um, over madness. Uh, that's just Bruno Mattai at his laziest. Um, it's not my favorite of his uh, Giallo from the mid '90s. I think it's Eyewitness that he did, um, uh, unless that's Franco's version. Um, because he did two Gialli in the mid-90s. Just give me one second here to take a look, because I know exactly what he did. Um, Because he did two in the mid-90s. He did Madness, and then I think he did one called Eyewitness. But, um, yeah. uh, Okay, so that, uh, yeah, Eyewitness. Yeah, that's the other one. yeah, both of these are like really bottom of the barrel Matai movies. Um, I'm not a huge uh, fan of this area of this period. In general, I'm a huge Matai fan, but this is not um, his better films. Uh, definitely stick, uh, stick to his uh, early 80s sleaze fest, um, Hell of the Living Dead, Women Behind Bars, uh, mm. True Story of the Nun of Monza, um, Private House of the SS. All kill, of those are. Killer Women Behind Bars is. Uh on a bunch of brackets I made. I know that for a fact. Yeah, that, that was a that was a blast. I love that movie. Um, definitely one of my favorite women in prison films. Um, yeah, Ooh, the, wow. the, that's like the, that's my favorite um, era of Matai. Um, the early uh, the early 90s isn't really his best period. Um, and even still, I pref- like I said, I prefer Eyewitness over Madness. So uh, for this chance, I'm going uh, Kill Her Goats. Funny you say that because one of the brackets I've yet to make up yet, but I've got the list for is women in prison movies. <laughs> nice. When you get to women behind bars, um, yeah, I think it's women behind bars or it's violence in a women's prison. I, I don't remember which title it goes by. It goes but, by both. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it. Uh, okay, yeah. So and then it is both. Yeah, but uh, when you get to that one, you're gonna have a lot of fun with it. Well, speaking of have a lot of fun, we're gonna have a lot of fun with this next match. If I can already fucking tell you, but. It's number 909, the mean one from 2022, versus number 453, and this movie I cannot say enough shit about, The Invisible Maniac from 1990. Yeah, this one's easy. Um, Mean one, definitely here. Um, Invisible Maniac is much more slapstick comedy. Uh, Guy doesn't really get to slashing until way too late in the film. Uh, Some of the stuff... Some of the stuff is juvenile, but it's funny in the right mindset, although I'm definitely aware of the fact that, you know, because it is so juvenile, it's not for everybody. But yeah, it's definitely a case where you have to wait to get to the good stuff. Um, mean one's really good. Um, I, I really had a lot of fun with that one. 
uh, again, much like Winnie the Pooh uh, takes the demented fairy tale and turns it on its head. Uh, great kills, fantastic Christmas atmosphere. I'm all in on Christmas horror films. That's one of my favorite subgenres. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the the atmosphere there was fantastic. Uh, the small town setting works. The you know interactions with the killer work. The you know the fact that he's so fast and vicious. Nobody knows who he is. You know, some great uh, blood splatter here and there. Yeah, mean ones for sure for this one. Yeah, I I saw both of these, and the mean ones actually one of the last movies I watched for this bracket, and. I fucking loved it. Oh my god, my my wife hated it, but I fucking loved it. Like I swear to God, it could have been Jim Carrey in that suit. It could have been the way his movements were. Like yeah. I, I, was, I mean, the, the freaking finger thing, like everything. Like it could have been Jim Carrey in that suit, and I wouldn't have known the difference because that's what it looked like. And invisible yeah. maniac, invisible maniac. Oh my fucking god, what is with that dream sequence in the middle of the movie that, with the fucking mute janitor and no one? Like that dream sequence of him basically just getting dominated by half dressed women. Like, I do not understand that dream sequence and what it has to do with the movie in any fucking way. Yeah. Um, that one's Wayne Norsky, right? I always I, get Wayne Norsky, I always get Wayne Norsky and Fredolin way confused, especially I, during that era. You're asking me names. I don't know freaking names of people that made these horrible things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, I, it's, direct, it's directed by Adam Rifkin. Oh, Adam Rifkin. Okay, that's why, because he's one of the guys that works with. Um, okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's a regular that works with uh, Jim Wynorski. So yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. I um, mean, the whole movie was just. They could have took the mute, perverted janitor out of that whole movie, and it would have been a better movie. Like he yeah. just add, he added no substance to the movie, but they just it kept on insisting on showing his drunken perverted dreams and it's just like what the it was literally like a 10 15 minute long sequence and i was like what the hell are they doing i'm like i'm enjoying the nudity but what the hell are they doing yeah yeah that's one of the problems with um those kinds of things is that when you get the you know the juvenile mindset in uh they're not exactly for everybody um I, i i don't mind them i mean that's one of the ones that i actually don't like is that particular one just because it's so long and it stops the film cold but it does yeah yeah i mean the whole synopsis of the film is just stupid to begin with but come on (laughs) yeah but uh, well that means the mean one will face kill her goats in the next round kill her goats i keep making it sound like it's a different movie which would have probably been a better movie just saying because kill her goats Mm -hmm. i actually didn't i didn't say this when we did it but it takes place in cape cod i live in massachusetts like you think that would make me like it more, or it doesn't. I'm just saying. <laughs> but the next matchup is number 908, Student Body from 2022, versus number 452, Blood Theater from 1984. Okay, Blood Theater is one that I've seen once, and I have strong memories of it, but it's not one that, like I said, because I've only seen it once, I have a real lot to say about it um the premise is great um you know i love the movie theater uh you know experience uh there's some great nudity there um i i mean the one girl that uh the one janitor if it's the one i'm thinking of um i, I think it's the one janitor or the usher that just keeps going in and flashing everybody during the screenings uh she's hysterical but um overall i'm going student body um Thank I, you, I, I i thought I thought the characters were pretty well developed. The setup is really fun. 
Um, takes a while to get to the killings because they don't start until halfway through, but uh, the mascot looks great. Uh, the costume is fun. And yeah, using the abandoned school is a really fun way to, you know, generate some suspense. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going student body on this one. I don't blame you 100% because my review on Letterboxd, which all my listeners, if you ever want to see my reviews from movies before brackets or see my full reviews, Paramovie God on Letterboxd. Check me out. I have a lot of reviews for horror movies already. But um, yeah, Blood Theater, I literally just wrote for that movie. Horrible. Just fucking horrible. That's all I wrote. I hated that movie. It was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh, the theater is killing us all. It's haunted. It's a it's a cursed theater. Oh my god, worst synopsis ever. Worst scenario ever. But student body was a it's a well, it's an overplayed genre, but I cast my yeah. vote as long as it could last in the group one for Harley Quinn Smith alone. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely there with you. I can see that. Because <laughs> God God bless Kevin Smith and Jennifer Smith for making that girl. Oof. That's all I can say. Fix by safe life, people. But that's going to bring you to the first two play-in matchups of this matchup to determine the final matchup in the side of round one. The first play-in is number 907, Hunt Her, Kill Her, from 2022, versus number 451, Final Girl, from 2015. Oh, this is Final Girl easy for me. Um, As much as I don't like the PG-13 rating, which makes it uh, feel a little schmaltzy and uh, a little too, you know, uh, schmaltzy for my likings in the second half. Uh, I, I think it handles the the, the mindset of parroting the, the films incredibly well. Uh, it feels like a genuine 80s film at times, um, uh, you know, the main film within the film. Uh, some of the setups are fantastic. The killer is great. The backstory, you know, feels like a genuine 80s thing. I really like a lot of um, the group here. Um, you know, the characters are kind of the stereotype, you know, the jock, the ditzy blonde that's always high or drunk, um, the horny one, the supposedly wise one that gets killed off as a red herring. Uh, but e- even still, I, I, I still really like it. There's there's still a lot of good there. Um, like I said, I just wish that, you know, it would have fully gone hard R with the, everything that goes on around it. Hunter Killer was fine. Uh, it's not that I hated it, but uh, it just wasn't all that impressive. It just it felt like a traditional backward slasher film for me. So it's yeah, it's I'm not going... a backward it's not a backward slasher. Are you thinking of the right movie? Hunter or Kill Her is the one about the mother who takes the job at the warehouse at night cleaning it, and she realizes she's not alone. Oh, maybe it's. Final Girl is is the movie where no 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 okay. no I, right. I I am thinking of the wrong one um I'm thinking of Hunter Hunter um mm. okay no. yeah oh okay yeah um well I mean even still I I I I I got the films mixed up but even still um oh, Hunter Killer was, yeah Hunter Killer wasn't that great but uh, yeah I'm I'm still going uh Final Girl on this one. Yeah, I, I know what you mean now, but yeah, I, I got the films mixed up. Sorry. And just so you know, is Hunter Hunter a slasher? Because it's not in this. It's not in all twenty-five parts of this bracket at all. No, it's the backwards survival one. Uh, it's the one where. Um, oh, oh, okay. It might be in the backwards horror bracket. Then I could see that. Yeah, like I said, I think that's why I got confused because the uh, similar titles, or something. Like you, that, yeah. You still want to go with Final Girl? Yeah, I'm still going Final Girl. 
See, I I love Final Girl because that I love a good female revenge horror movie, and just the synopsis of her taking down all these preppy jocks that just kill girls for fun because they're rich. Like I love that scenario. Watching them die was pleasant as hell. So absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and the way she, the way that they, her and her trainer come up with to, to kill them is fucking genius. So, but oh yeah, no the yeah that's one of the the big things for me is that uh, it feels like there's uh, some actual forethought put into it instead of just like the random. You know, let's just you know kill everybody when we get a chance. Um, kind of reminded me like the behind the mask, the Leslie Vernon stuff. That's actually that isn't that movie isn't a lot of fucking brackets I made. I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It reminded me a lot of Leslie Vernon. That's I think that kind of be might be why I liked it so much. Well, to see what's going to face in round one, you have the other playing matchup on this side to do, and it's number nine hundred and six, Final Summer from twenty twenty two, versus. A movie I haven't had a chance to see, number 450, Dr. Bloodbath from 1987. Yeah, I didn't see it either, but um, I, I still really enjoyed uh, Final Summer. That movie was a lot of fun. Uh, great camp setting. Love the uh, old school throwback with the, uh, you know, camp tragedy that they used to, you know, you know, in, introduce the killer. Um, not really a fan of the uh, secondary twist where there's two killers, but I'm not going to say more than that just in case uh people haven't seen it yet because it, it, it is still pretty new yeah um I, I i think it just officially dropped on vod earlier this month so it did uh, it, it, i really yeah. watched it like the day it dropped so yeah I, I think i did a couple i think it showed up on my services maybe like a couple of days after so yeah, i think that's i know it has the 22 tag on it but i think it just like literally showed up like a couple of days before so I'm not gonna like really reveal too much about it just because it is so new. But um, yeah, the old school uh, camp atmosphere is fun. Um, Killer is great. I'm definitely looking forward to the sequel because there's uh, in talks about shooting a sequel. So yeah, um, like I said, Doctor Bloodbath is one I haven't seen. Um, I I did find it, but I didn't uh, have a chance to catch it. So um, I'm gonna have to go back and catch it. But um, yeah, I I can't imagine it's gonna be even better than final summer so i'm going to say that one well that's the great thing is all the ones i haven't seen i get to leave them my watch list on letterbox and then if they do become available on streaming ever i get a notification for it so because you can choose <laughs> on, on letterbox you could choose what services you have and then it gives you notifications if any of the movies on your watch list come up on them that's how I, a lot of these movies dropped on streaming services a couple of these movies dropped on streaming services this month because of october and i was able to watch them before the bracket because of that so but <laughs> nice yeah, it works. But and I, I was not a fan of File Summer. I'll say that right now. I Camp Silver Lake, come the fuck on. How I mean, yes, I get mm. it. I, I get that it's truly it really is a Friday the 13th fan film. Like it, that's what it's supposed to be. But it's just it was horrible to me. It was fucking horrible. But I voted against this because Dr. Bloodbath. I like the little paragraph I read on what it is more than I like File Summer. But <laughs> but oh well. I can see that, yeah. We'll see if it makes it out of round one, though, because now you have to choose between Final Girl and Final Summer in this final matchup of round, of this side of round one. Wow, well, that's tough. Um, uh, I think I like Final Summer more, but I think Final Girl is a better made movie. It is, and, by, by far. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of weighing on me. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to... But then again, I think Final Summer, if we're talking slasher, I think it's better as a slasher because it's a genuine 
summer camp set slasher film. Like it's a genuine throwback to the eighties. So even though the revenge story in in final girl is better and it is a better made movie, I think under the, under the guidelines of what we're doing here as a better slasher, um, I, I think final summer fits better. But like I said, I, I do concede that I, I, I do like the story in Final Girl better. I do think it's a better made movie. But I think under the auspices of what we're trying to establish here, I think Final Summer is a better fit, if that makes sense. It does. But that finishes off the first half of round one. And just so you're aware, we got seven minutes and 10 seconds left till we might start a new one. But Okay, no problem. <laughs> but, and I'll watch it so I know when we're about to get cut off. But the other That's side okay. of round, the other side of round one starts off with number six hundred eighty-five, which I didn't get a chance to watch. This, the Swiss Miss Massacre from twenty twelve, versus number two hundred twenty-nine, Nightmares from nineteen eighty. Uh, yeah, I didn't get a chance to see Swiss Miss either. So I think uh, again, it's another one of those by virtue of the fact that I've seen it, I'm going Nightmare. So, and I mean, Nightmares was not a good movie by any fucking means. But, yeah, it's, like I said, uh, I think by virtue of uh, uh, I've seen it, I think I have to say I, Nightmare. But I think you'll appreciate the message in the beginning of the movie, which is, kids, if your parents are playing in the front seat while driving, leave them the hell alone. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good message. But yeah, to see what that's going to face then in round two, you have to choose between 684 late fee from 2009 versus number 200, 228 valentine 2001 mm, okay late fee has some good good moments there i think there's a a couple of decent stalking scenes but i've always really enjoyed valentine i've always thought that one was uh fairly overlooked great setup great cast uh love the mystery um a bit of giallo influence um you know in the investigation of who's the killer um the whodunit aspect i think is pretty well handled yep yeah, some underwhelming kill scenes, but the, you know that's par for the course. Um, I'm gonna say Valentine for this one. Uh, I, I've always thought it was pretty underrated. Um, yeah, I just wish you know we could get you know like some better kill scenes, but I think that's pretty much its main problem is, uh, you know, just the you know bland teen you know kill style scenes that we get in there. So yeah, I'm going Valentine. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, well, Valentine's just a far better movie than Late Feet. Late Feet was just pure garbage. I mean, yeah, <laughs> the dude dressed up as the fucking devil that's the main villain in the whole movie. <clears throat> yeah, I, mean, I, I I thought it was handled a lot better in the Satan's Little Helper. But I mean, and then the the, the one, like, because they, they show, like, two movies they rent, like, quickly during it. And the second movie. Oh, with the that, mo- that second one, yeah. The second was one his- was fantastic. It was just brutal as fuck, and was with yeah. the creature. Was with the creature that comes out of the wall. I don't know, but I want to see that thing expanded. I, I don't know why we didn't get that as a, we haven't gotten that as a feature length expansion film. Uh, I'd love to see it. I don't know if I would honestly, but different strokes for different folks. But <laughs> the next matchup, which is probably the last one we take before we start to serve a new one, but it's number six hundred eighty-three, Red Hook from two thousand nine, from. Versus uh, number 227, Hard to Die or Sorority House Massacre 3 from 1990. Okay. Uh, Red Hook is a decent idea. I, I, I think there's uh, some ideas at play there that are not too bad. 
but it's way too talky, way too dull, and uh, doesn't really get interesting until like the final act. Uh, Hard to Die is pretty much like my kind of cheesy, sleazy slasher. Um, hot girls getting them naked, uh, pretty inconvenient mo- moments. Tons of fun. Uh, great setting with the the abandoned um, the abandoned laundry. Yeah, the abandoned mm-hmm. lingerie store. Um, you know, the indestructible killer that they keep thinking is uh, trying to kill him, but he's actually trying to save him. Uh, you, you never, you know, the body hopping idea is pretty fun. Uh, you don't really know who's uh, possessed at any given moment. Not a fan of the fact that a lot of the deaths are gunshot instead of uh, it being done by slasher. I think that's kind of my main issue with it. But I, I think just because of titties, I'm going uh, hard to die. Well, here's my theory on that. I think hard to die. I think the reason they did that instead of just calling it sorority house massacre three is one, because it didn't, it didn't take place in sorority house, but two. Yeah. But they I think use slumber party massacre. That's the thing. They use slumber party massacre. Cause the, the opening flashbacks is the flashbacks to everything that goes on. That's oh. all slumber party. Oh, I know. I mean, and I, yeah. I mean, I, and I love that. Well, I think it was like a die hard. They're trying to make fun of die hard, I think. I think it's why they called it hard to die. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, it came out the same. It came out around the same time. So I think it was. But and I also, I love the lingerie store. I love the, that, you know, we all have to try in this lingerie for no random reason. And we all have to go shower together for reasons. Like it's mm, amazing. Red Hook, I'm from fucking New York. And like, I love Red Hook. It was a good movie. But yeah, I, I don't think it's a real slasher. I think it's more of a college horror movie. Yeah, that's my opinion at least. I don't know how right I am, but it's what I think. So yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. Hard to Die is definitely the better movie in my opinion, and I love that they use the same villain in all three sorority house massacre movies. That's that that same the same fat guy in every single one. That's just creepy. (laughs) Like it's like, but we'll get to all those sorority house and slumber party massacre movies eventually. They're all on here in different parts. So. I watched all of them just to watch Hard to Die. So, but <laughs> the next matchup, which uh, we hit my we're have to... if we get cut off, just remember where we we're trying to remember where we were talking about. But it's number six. It's number six eighty-two. Kill your darling from two thousand nine versus two, number two twenty-six. Tower of Evil from nineteen seventy-two. Oh, Tower of Evil or Beyond the Fog. Um, by virtue of the fact they've seen it, I'm choosing that one. So I think we'll uh, get this cut off uh, just in time. So uh, uh, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember if I've seen the other one, but I know for sure I've seen. To, oh, I, I know it as uh, Beyond the Fog. So I'm going Tower of Evil or whatever version of the film you want to call it. Yeah, and I, if you want to leave it. At, go ahead. I didn't get seek. Uh, I didn't get to see Kill Your, Kill Your Darling either, so I agree. I mean, just because I haven't seen it. I didn't get to see that one either because you can't find it. But Tower of Evil was, I found no flaws, but it was just a boring movie. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah it's a little stiff. and uh, It has that uh, early British pacing that uh, other than Hammer, you're not really getting a lot of action. Yeah, exactly. Which, that right there is probably going to be the point it's going to cut off any second. So, Almost pulled a Harvey. But the first matchup you have to pick from on this part is 681, The Summer of the Massacre from 2006 versus number 225, Slaughter Hotel from 
Oh man, this is a hard one. Um, and I mean that in every possible way because of Slaughter Hotel. Um, mm -hmm. God, that movie is so horny and I love that movie so much for it. But uh, God, that movie is such a piece of shit the way it's made. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not really one of my favorite giallos, although it's definitely a second tier one. Um, decent setup, although as soon as it starts, uh, the way it starts playing out, you start to know who the killer is pretty quickly. Uh, Summer Massacre, though, the movie is just a blast. Um, so many fun kills. Uh, I mean, it still holds the record to this day for a reason. Um, you know, Joe Castro, so you know it's got great gore. Not really a fan of the anthology setup, but uh, I think it's going to be better than uh, Slaughter Hotel. So I'm going with uh, Summer of Massacre. Oh my god, I cannot believe that's what you picked. Summer of... <sighs> Slaughter Hotel made it to the final four in the original bracket. Everybody is a horny perv, so I can understand that. Oh, no one else saw it but me, but I described it pretty well. <laughs> and, oh my god, I mean, oh, the only movie in this whole bracket that they show puss in. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> god, I love Rosalba Neri. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I do actually have a Giallo film bracket as well, and I believe that's in it. So. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the better, it's one of the better second-tier ones, so. But, all right. This year's going to face some of the massacre. I don't think it's going to matter, but <laughs> it's 680 Come and Get Me from 2011 versus 224, The Town That Dreads Sundown, the 2014 version. Oh, this is easy. The 2014 version. I, I think that movie's miles better than the original. Um, I, I love the connection that it establishes itself as both a sequel and a reboot. So uh, the events are canon, but it takes its own path. The killings are great. The gore is good. Um, Come Get Me is just a you know really cheap indie film that's not really all that special. So yeah, uh, Town of Dreaded Sundown, easy for me. I actually couldn't find Come and Get Me, so. <laughs> I thought it was on Tubi. On TV? On Tubi? Tubi. Tubi. I thought I saw no. it. No. Um, maybe it, uh, maybe I, I caught it before it disappeared or something. I don't know. Apparently. Apparently you did. <laughs> okay. I just I just checked and it's still not anything I, I, I use. And I use Tubi plenty, a lot with these brackets, so. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Right. I, I thought I saw that. I thought I saw it on there at one time. So yeah, maybe I disappeared and wasn't on yeah. there for the time when the bracket was made or something. I don't know. But um, I I know I saw it there. So probably. But that means the next matchup before the final two playing matchups of the whole bracket is six seventy nine Cinemaphobia from two thousand nine versus two twenty three The Hills Run Red from two thousand nine. Again, another easy one, uh, Hills Run Red. Uh, great setup, great, um, you know, backwards uh, slasher uh, feel. Love the uh, meta-ness of everything. You know, you, you figure it's going to be about this guy who goes in uh, search of this um, long-lost film. And, uh, you know, you, you, he ends up becoming a part of it. But it, it takes a fun little uh, secondary route that I really enjoy. Um, again, some fun nudity, uh, great gore, great kills. Um final half is just bonkers in the best way possible yeah uh, this one's easy for me hills run red yeah that that was actually the last movie i watched this bracket i actually made it. no not the last but close because it, it came on tv it came on streaming services finally in the beginning of october so it's a fucking twisted ass movie it's in the sadistic car movie bracket i made that's coming up eventually so nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that means you your first 
your third playing match of the night and your first in the second half. And it's number 678, a movie I haven't seen, Easter Bunny Bloodbath from 2010 versus number 222, Dream Home from 2010. Yeah, Dream Home again, easy one. Um, again, another one of those virtue of uh, I haven't seen Easter Bunny Massacre. Um, but yeah, Dream Home is fantastic. Uh, great social commentary, great gore, great kills, sympathetic villain, uh, some wacky concepts. Uh, yeah, it, it goes in uh, some really weird places that I definitely enjoy. Um, again, great gore, great kills. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of that one. So yeah, Dream Home for me. I agree 100%. I haven't seen Easter Bunny Bloodbath, not Easter Bunny Massacre. That's a different movie. <laughs> it actually is a different oh, movie. Bloodbath, that's, that's, it actually is a different movie. That's the sad part. But Dream Home was fucking incredible. I mean, it's subtitles, if you don't mind subtitles. But I I freaking love the creativeness of those kills. I really do. Yeah. And, and yeah, those whole, are something else. And the whole two-guy, one-girl fun night getting slaughtered is a whole other thing. But And that's going to bring you down to your other last play-in matchup of the night. No, number 677. Spring Break Massacre, Massacre from 2008 versus number 221, American Gothic from 1988. So this one's going to be a weird one. Um, I'm going to go Spring Break Massacre. Uh, American Gothic is fine. Um, I, I love the atmosphere. I love the couples. Uh, I, I think it's Rod Steger and uh, Von the Carlo, correct? I, I believe that's the... Uh, yeah, Rod Steger and Beyond Carlo, yeah, the parents. Yeah, I think that, yeah, they're they're the only um, really interesting part of that movie. It's kind of dull and really slow. Uh, Spring Week Massacre is really fun. Uh, it kind of ties into, uh, I think it's the Sorority House Massacre series, although I'm not entirely sure. Um, yeah, it, it came after, it was like a homage to them, if anything. Yeah, I think it kind of uh, plays with that um, a little bit, but um, I, I still really enjoy it. Uh, you know, it's cheesy and low budget, so don't expect much. But uh, I, I think it was a little bit more lively than American Gothic, and uh, I think it had a little bit higher of a body count. So I'm going with uh, Spring Break Massacre. See, I, I, oh, I am so pissed American Gothic didn't make it through the play-ins, even any of the... It's, like, I actually might made it in round one in the first one, but... I I American Gothic is maybe my one of my favorite films. It's in my top five films, definitely off these thirty six films. Because American Gothic is fucking an amazing storyline. I don't think it has a slow build up. I think it builds up perfectly to where it needs to go. I mean, you're I trying to figure. Kind of, I found it kind of slow. I mean, there's definitely a fun <sighs> payoff. It it does go crazy in the third act, but I see. I don't care about it going crazy. Even it's the it's the build up of the storyline, and like each time you think this family can't get any weirder. Oh look, there's this. But like, yeah, oh, oh look, there's a rotten, there's a rotted baby skeleton. Oh, didn't see that coming. Yeah, <laughs> that does have a nice factor to it. Um, I mean, it's it's just it's a twisted fucking thing. But hey, you made your choice, and it's your choice. Yeah. I have no, I'm not gonna, yeah. I ain't trying to sway your mind because you made your choice. No, I, I'm saying, I mean, yeah, yeah, you you are mentioning the parts I do like about it. It's just, I don't know, for me, I always. I mean, I have more of a low-budget indie taste, so Spring Lake uh, Massacre is kind of more where I'm going with my... T is that, that's more my t taste, so... Well, but, uh, yeah. yeah well, I guess, get, uh, I'll, I'll leave it that for now. Well, I'll say I don't think Spring Lake Massacre is going to make it far, because it's facing Dream Home to decide who goes to round two in the final matchup of round one. 
Okay, so yeah, it's a dream home. So <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't think it's going far. Yeah. Pardon me, folks. And that means it's time for round two. So we're going back to the other side, and it's number nine. It's number nine fourteen. Hashtag Chad gets the axe from twenty twenty two versus number four hundred fifty seven. Killer from nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, Chad gets the X. Um, I, I think it's a better made movie. Um, better kills, uh, more fun. Mm. I love its commentary on uh, today's society and streamers. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. But, all right, to see who Chad's going to face, you have a very difficult matchup in round two, or at least I think it's going to be difficult. It's number 912, Jeepers Creepers Reborn from 2022. Versus number 911, Winnie the Pooh from Blood and Honey from 2023. Oh, this isn't a contest. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that's kind of the way it went, but on the other one as well. Well, no, Winnie the Well, no, I'm, I'm being legitimately serious here. Winnie the Pooh was my second favorite film of the year. So. Hmm. I wouldn't go that far for me in a I year am. where in a year where the Flash and um I, I'm counting just specific war films. So uh -huh. All right. Well, the next matchup is going to be number 910, Kill Her Goats from 2023, versus number 909, The Mean One from 2022. Yeah, Christmas Horror wins out. I'm going Mean One. All right. And to face Mean One, you have number 908, Student Body from 2022, versus number 451, Final Girl from 2015. Mm, they're both pretty close. I think student body is, a, I think, a better representation of a slasher at this point. Um, I, I'm going with that one. I don't blame you. No, I do love Final Girl, so I mean, that would, that's yeah, a hard it's, choice. Like I said, it, yeah, I, I think it's a great film. Um, like I said, uh, you know, there's a great storyline to it. The revenge is pretty well handled. I think just, you know, I, I, I think as a slasher, I think student body is a better representation. I agree, but that means that we're moving to the other side of round two already. That was a quick four, four matchups, <laughs> but it's going to be number 200, 229, Nightmares from 1980, versus number 228, Valentine from 2001. Mm. Oh, this is a close one. Um, even though I still wish I was so more gore, I still think uh, Valentine is severely underrated. I think I'm going with that one. Plus, it was such a tooth. It was such an early two thousands flick with um, Marilyn Manson disturbed music in it. So I mean, yeah, it, soundtrack definitely gives off. The soundtrack definitely gives off the uh, the era. Definitely does. It's a two thousands flick for sure. But that means it's it's going to be facing one of these two, number two hundred twenty seven, Hard to Die from nineteen ninety, or number two hundred twenty six, Tower of Evil from nineteen seventy two. Hmm. This is tough. Both have both have nice tits. <laughs> I love that your ratings way. I love it. Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, I gotta go Tower of Evil. I think that's a better slasher. Um, Hard to Die is a pretty diehard heavy clone, so there's not a lot of genuine slashing. A lot of it's gunshots. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, I, I think that's. I, I think that's a fine uh, separation between the two because they're pretty similar. Um, I, I think hard to, uh, Tower of Evil is a better slasher. 
I will say it's a much better lingerie photo shoot scene than the movie I'm watching right now for the holiday horror bracket coming up. And well, that movie is Christmas presents, but Ugh, God, that movie sucks. I am getting that feeling, but I started over again because I was like halfway through and then I didn't watch it for a couple of days. So I started over yeah. again this morning and I'm gonna, I don't know. I want to see how it ends. The beginning made me hopeful. So we'll see. Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll talk about that one in December, folks, when we do the Holly Horror Bracket. But, well, part one. But next matchup is 681, The Summer of the Massacre from 2006, versus number 224, The Town That Dreads Sundown 2014 version. Hmm. Yeah, another tough one. I think Town That Dreaded Sundown just barely eats it out. Um, they're both really close, um, at least for me. But, um yeah, I, I really liked Town of Dreaded Sundown. I thought it was a really fun update and had a lot of stuff that I really liked about it, so I'm going with that one. Yeah, I, I think it'd be Summer of the Master by far. By fucking far. But mm. Summer of the Master was the, one of the worst cameraman working I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, it shook, they, it shook so yeah. much. I swear to God, it was like Michael J. Fox. The shaking camera thing does get a, The shaking camera thing does get old. Yeah, I, I will give you that one. But that means your final matchup in round two to see who that's going to face is number 223, The Hills Run Red from 2009 versus number 222, Dream Home from 2010. Oof, man. Ugh. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I, I think the bonkersation this is going to win out here. I'm going Dream Home. But yeah, that's a, that's a close one. That's probably... I, I think that's the toughest one so far. Oh, it's going to get a lot tougher right now. But that means it's now time to go to the quarterfinals. Four matches to, to discover your top four films. And that means that the first one's going to be number 914, Chad Gets the Axe from 2022, versus number 911, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Winnie the Pooh, second favorite film of the year. Chad does get the axe. Yep. That's the way I see it. And this may go the same way as um, our half of the semifinals goes, but we'll see which one you pick for this, even though I'm pretty sure I know. It's going to be 909, the mean one from 2022, versus 908, the student bo student body from 2022. Mm. Yeah, I think student body. I think that one just Ooh. barely... I think you that one. Yeah, I think that one just barely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm honestly surprised because I we had mean one face winning the blue blood and horror in the semifinals in the original, but that's because everybody mm. picked them because they knew the they knew the concept. They didn't know any of the other ones really. So mm. that's why I love doing one on ones because it's so much different always in the original, but. The other side of the quarterfinals starts with 228 Valentine from 2001 versus number 226 Tower of Evil 1972. Yeah, again, I got to go Valentine on this one. Um, really surprised. Mm, I'm not. Valentine is a better movie, in my opinion. Well, I'm, I'm just surprised it's lasted this long because, I mean, it's not one that I really think of as, like, one of the best of that era. 
but mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, thinking back about it, you know, against these, uh, like I said, I'm kind of surprised it's lasted this long. I honestly, I, mm -hmm. I honestly don't see it going out of the semifinals, but we'll see. Because it's going to be facing one of these two in the semifinals. It's either 224, the town that dreads sundown from 2014, or 222, dream home from 2010. Yeah, again, I gotta go with the Asian. Um, I gotta go dream home. I'm telling you, I just put together a J horror and a K horror bracket, and I am looking forward to getting to those eventually. Those Ooh, movies look nice. so. Those movies look so twisted. It's gonna be a lot of fucking subtitles, but still. Yeah, I'm used oh. to it. So. I'm not, but I'll live. But that means it does make it easier to watch it when you have kids, though, because then you don't have to really be hearing it all the time. But that means the semifinals for you will start on this side because it's number 911, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey from 2023 versus number 908, Student Body from 2022. Yeah, again, Winnie the Pooh. Um, I mean, I'm, like I said, it's one of my favorite films of the year so far. So yeah, I'm definitely going with that one. All right. And that means that it's going to be facing in the finals either Valentine from 2001 or Dream Home from 2010. Dream Home. Mm. I like those finals, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Fun films, definitely. I mean, I don't see... Oh, actually, I do know what the final was, the other one. But I think I say people can listen to it to hear that. But that means... We'll do your third and fourth place matchup first to figure out who's going to be your third and your fourth. And that's going to be between number 908, Student Body from 2022, versus number 228, Valentine from 2001. I think Student Body. I, 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 I had a lot more fun with that one than I thought. I, I do like Valentine. Like I said, there's uh, some great giallo buildup, the mystery. The kills are inventive, although I wish there was more... Um, Gets a few stalking scenes right, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going with uh, student body here for three. I I, I think that one, I, I I think that one over um, over Valentine. All right, I can agree with that honestly, but that means your finals. Oh, your finals, and I do not pity you with this. Actually, I do pity you with this vote. Oh, it's gonna be hard. It's 9-11, Winnie the Poop and Honey from 2023 versus number 222, Dream Home from 2010. Yeah, I was kind of suspecting this was going to be the case when the, uh, the last few matchups kind of determine this. Uh, I'm surprised Winnie the Pooh is as good as it is. But I, 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 I just think the... The out here atmosphere, the the setup, the kills, the gore, um, the social commentary. I, I think Dream Home is the better movie. Um, so I think that's probably going to be the uh, the way I'm going to go here. I think I'm going to go with uh, the better movie over the more fun one. So I'm going to go Dream Home over Winnie the Pooh. Well, like the one of the like one of the girls in Winnie the Pooh, all I can say is, "Oh bother," but. <laughs> which i love they threw that in there i love they threw that in there and yeah. of course <laughs> and of course all he screamed was 
Piglet. <laughs> Fucking love it. Yeah, I'm so that, looking forward to the sequel. I, 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 I can't wait. And I wish they would do that with more childhood classics. But that means, folks, that Don's Final Four were Valentine from 2001 at fourth place, Student Buy from 2022 at third place, We the Pooh, Blood, and Honey in second place, and Dream Home in first place. And I will reiterate this since I didn't say it in this one in this one-on-one. The movies that are lowest ranked are all the newest movies, just because the site I use for these is called Flick Chart, and it's just like Ranker. It's voted on by people, so if they haven't had a chance to see it yet, when 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 it's newer, they probably haven't. They don't have a chance to vote it up. So if you look back, if I look back in a couple of years, we the pool probably be a lot further up in this fucking ranking. But but that's gonna finish this bracket, folks. And what a bracket it was! I want to thank Don for taking time to do this when he couldn't make it to the original because I definitely wanted his input on these movies, and I wish I had it in the original too to sway some people certain ways. But Oh, well, shit happens. You got to deal with it. We're all trying to get Don's StreamYard problem figured out for the next group bracket. But yeah, until then. Uh, like I said, it, I, like I said, I, I the last time we were on there, um, I ended up having to turn the camera off because it was affecting the outcome of the stream. So, I, I mean, that was then. Uh, this time I couldn't even get in. So, yeah, there's uh, some issues to, to definitely get sorted out. So. I'm yeah. definitely looking forward. I mean, I'd love to keep joining you guys if uh, these things can get sold out. But uh, we'll try. Yeah, thank you. We'll definitely do a. We'll definitely have to take a little while one day and just play with it and see what we can do to get it to work. But Don, where can people find you and your show? Yeah. Um, well, they can find me on uh, two different podcasts. Um, you can find me on uh, No More Room in Hell presents Fresh Cuts, which is a look at uh, the latest weekly release uh you know the latest the biggest latest release of uh, the current week um vod streaming uh theatrical vod uh you know we take a look at it all um usually one movie per week so um you know we always take a look at you know theatrical screenings um first but you know we always do uh, we, we always take a look at other films um in, you know in, in around that so um, you can find that on uh, the Dark Discussions um, network at uh, darkdiscussions.com or under the No More Room and Hell feed on uh, most podcasters. Uh, we don't have a dedicated show because it's considered a sidecast, so there's no dedicated feed for it. But um, if you find uh, No More Room and Hell, uh, we should be on there. Um, and the other show is uh, the Horror Countdown, which uh, is currently, um, as you hear this, on uh, hiatus for um, the new season. We're going to start up, I think, in January for uh, season three. Uh, basically, it's uh, me and a guest. We pick a topic and do a top ten list. So it's uh, pretty fun, pretty simple, pretty uh, straightforward. Uh, you know, a lot of fun conversations uh, there with that. So um you can find us uh, pretty much everywhere. Um, I've got us out on enough uh, catchers under Horror Countdown that uh, you should be able to find it under your preferred uh, catcher of choice. You know, Spotify, Apple. Uh, can't say Stitcher. I gotta stop remember to saying that. Um, Google Podcasts, um, Pocket Casts, Overcast, all those places. Uh, you should be able to find it. Um, you know, I mean, nobody's said anything about not being able to 
catch it. So it's uh, out there in uh, enough places that uh, it should be easy to find. So yeah, go ahead and uh, dive in and uh, just you know, wait to see what we have for uh, the new season. And folks, check it out. You can find an episode of Mean Chancy on it. It's entertaining as shit. But yeah. that's a, and you all know where you can find me. If you're new and don't know, shame. But you can listen to the outro and find out. I do have a lot of new listeners now that Paranormal New Normal is officially the number one science indie podcast on Good Pods. And it's officially the number five overall science podcast on Good Pods. Thank you all for listening and liking and doing everything you do to make it happen. You've been getting me so many new followers and listeners lately. I freaking love you all. So first chance I got to say it on the show, actually. So, but this episode will be releasing right after Halloween. So hope you had a fun Halloween and hope you didn't egg to make ours. But until next time, remember coming up in the next few months in November, we will have the most awesome and creepy creatures of all time. Bracket part one in December, we're going to have the holiday horror bracket part one. And in January, we will be doing what won the wheel spin at the end of the group session of this last time, 80s alien movies bracket. So it's like 40 alien movies in one bracket. It's going to be, and it's 80. So it's going to be one fucking long hell of a fight to see who wins that one. But we'll see. Until then, thank you all for listening and and watching if you're watching it in replay on YouTube. And I will see you all next time. Later. You can find me on Facebook as Jeremy Bryant, or you can find me as Uncensored, Unapologetic, and Untamed UQ Podcast Collective group, Facebook group. You can find me on Twitter and the Instagram as at Juggalo Bastard, or should I say X now? And you can find me on TikTok as at Juggalo Bastard Podcast. You can also find me on YouTube as Paranormal New Normal, and you can also find me streaming on YouTube as Blind Knowledge Network because all knowledge is blind until they admit Bigfoot exists.